0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm your host Nick Scarpino, alongside the second best baby blues in all of San Francisco, Mister Tim Gettys.
1: How you doing, Nick?
0: And the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy. I don't have time for the full thing because I, I I was <laughs> lagging today, so we got to get right to it. How you Nick, doing?
1: Don't you worry. You're taking care of important stuff. All right, it's all good. I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? I appreciate that
0: very much. And joining us for the first time ever on yeah. our podcast, Cindy Goodman. What's going on? Hey, How you doing, Cindy? I
2: don't, I don't wave like this. This is a weird.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I, you do weird things. Very curvy.
2: He, right? If you put
0: them down like this, it looks like someone else's hand. Look at that. Is it my hand it or your
3: doesn't. hand, Andy? We it doesn't. Know. It looks like your hand. It, it just looks like I don't yours. Know.
4: If you guys Thanks were to wave me. like that would they be moving different ways or like just like what's your gut do do they both move the same way or are they moving it different
2: mine's chaotic like it's just kind of like
0: no it's same way
2: extra hellos it's are mine going the same way i think it's
4: gonna be yeah yours are going the same way i'm getting an optical illusion (laughs) dude this is gonna get gifted i think think it's gotta be in and
1: out it's gotta be in to out in to out because doing like this is what is this this is (laughs) a dance Doesn't feel right. No, this is, the, this this is like the, the jitterbug, so like, yeah.
0: Which what was the one where they did where old time the old timey dance from the twenties where people use the knees in out. You tell us. This you, <laughs> you know what? How dare you, sir? Back in How your teenage dare years. You? <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah. I hate, I hate up. I'll tell you what, who I don't hate, ladies and gentlemen, are our Patreon producers, Willie D. Billems, Julian the gluten-free gamer, Mick at the Dana Biologist, DJ Kanto, Steve Powers, Kieran O'Donnell, and Tom Bach. You are all amazing. You've gone over to patreon.com slash kind of funny backed us. Uh, and we appreciate that course you get all sorts of cool perks like watching this early as we're recording it and our post show which we'll be doing later and i got a couple fun questions for that uh of course as you guys know we do this podcast twice a week uh once is just the core cast and the second time we have a cool guest on just like we do today uh with sydney next week's guests will be demetrius mighty mounts johnson and i'm very excited about that and i'm a sure UFC everyone's gonna fighter, right? everyone's gonna watch all of his fights beforehand right guys Sid, uh, yes, yeah. you're coming back for that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm actually uh, getting really
2: into UFC, so that's, like, very timely. Have you really? Yeah, well, so I started jujitsu. Like,
0: nice. Where are you training?
2: Um. Oh, my gosh. No. My con Ka, ca- I don't know how to say the second word. It starts with a C. It's in Santa Monica.
0: Oh, very cool.
2: Uh, um yeah it's this awesome gym it's like underneath the pf changs and oh, that's
0: my that's my goal yeah. in life is to uh, is just be able to pop up just pop, let's pop up to the pf changs for a second just get a little, a little
1: lettuce a little yeah. something yeah a little everybody
2: nice. in the gym watches ufc fights and so i like started watching them too mm. so that i could have something to talk about but I'm <laughs> a, i hold a great appreciation for them now
0: uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Me Undies, but we'll talk about that later. So wait, let's let's pick this back up where I, we left off. What brought you to jujitsu? Why did you start training this unbelievably fun and painful art of ours?
2: Yeah, so you do jujitsu also, right? I
0: do. I've been doing it for about four years now. Okay, yeah.
2: okay. So I have one of my best friends. He's been doing jujitsu for like two or so years, maybe three years now. And he has been kind of hounding me to do it because I used to train in Taekwondo and um, Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think you like jiu You should do it. You should do it. And then I always had excuses. And then finally, I was like, fine, I'll do jiu And then I started and I really love it. And so I've been doing it. I just got my first stripe.
0: Nice. Ooh. Congratulations. Uh, thank that you. Is.
2: It literally happened last night. It was like wow, so
0: congrats! That is thank That you. is a a really 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 good feeling and it's for for you guys um just so you don't just so you know the belt structure for jiu-jitsu is you get stripes on your belt and then i think when you get four is it four stripes it's been four, a while yeah. since i got one four stripes you get basically you get promoted or you can get promoted to the next belt level um but it's really cool it's a nice way of like every six or so months i think all right my gym does like every six months you know if you do like a tournament or something they'll give you a stripe or art in uh, you know in um uh, in gym tournament or whatever, um, but it's a nice way to check in and just say, "Hey, all those times you cracked your ribs, it's worth something. You're progressing. <laughs> You're getting better." How you gotta you be hit-
1: careful. You gotta be careful, Sid, because the amount of times that we have walked into the office and I haven't seen Nick all morning, but mm-hmm. we're we, we sit down in the in our little set and we're about to do our show, and I'd look at Nick and he'd have a black eye or he'd have a <laughs> bruise on his forehead, and and I'd be like, "Everything okay at home, Nick?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's oh, yeah. uh." This is this is the this jiu-jitsu. is the choice. Yeah, the and yeah. and I I worry for him, and um I have full confidence that this will never happen to you. But in the case of Nick, Nick, next time let's get a little concealer, right? Let's get a little uh, let's cover up like, that bruise, you know.
0: I don't want to. It's not it's not a shame thing that I'm covering. This is a badge of honor, as Sydney yeah. will tell you. Every snapped finger, every dislocated joint, every scrape you get on your face is one step closer. To being able to mangle people in a real fight, and that's uh, no—I mean, that's all, all kidding aside, it's just it, it just kind of goes along with it. But it's after a yeah. certain point, you just go and eh, whatever, and you got scraped. Yeah.
2: Well, so my yeah. husband does it also, who actually precedes me. I think he's been on one of the kind of funny podcasts. One time. A
4: long time ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So he beat me to it, but he. I think the men, because I tend to drill with other women. Sometimes like you I'll have with a with lot guys, of women that train with you. There's well, so my best friend is a couple and it's my one of my oldest friends. Um she was at my they were at my wedding, um, Tim. I don't know if you would have met them. But I, I
4: mean, no. Girl, she <laughs> she gave a speech. No, she
2: gave a speech. Oh, okay, she, okay, um, gotcha. she was one yeah, of my yeah, maids yeah. of honor. But so she does it also. And so it's nice because usually she's there. So I always have somebody to drill with that isn't like massively larger than me yeah um and so i feel like we since we're kind of the same size and strength level i'll get like bruised but i'm not totally like mm-hmm. destroyed but alex his body like his feet look like somebody just like took a hammer and like yeah. uh, it's rough
0: i i get <laughs> I the I get the inner arm. I get like all the soft mm. tissue here bruised. Bru- so yeah, and whenever I lift my arms up, it just looks like someone used my <laughs> tiny little biceps as a punching bag. If we I, were, um, Ew, if we were Nick. rating
1: on one, if we, if Sorry, we were rating it. on zero to five, Wiki Feet for your husband Alex, what are we look? Oh, right ooh, now, Nick Nick has oh. a very high Wiki Feet rating, where okay. people have screen cap photos of his feet posted it upline, and he's I think somehow it's, just, it's zero to five, Sid, but I somehow. He's broken the laws of math and it's like a it's legitimately a 5.2 out of 5 or something wow. like that. Yeah.
2: Impressive. Wait, so five being high, right? Right,
1: Mix, yeah. The yeah. best feet ever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Probably like, like a four. Ever. I think he has good feet.
1: Yeah. Good feet. It's it's yeah.
0: it's not something you think about needing until someone points out and says, hey, you got good feet, and then all of a sudden, your whole whole world becomes about feet everything i want to do i keep asking someone, I'm like can i just do the podcast with just my feet people love my feet that's what they want to look at it's look at the look on his face he hates
4: all of this talk I, hate I, mean, I don't, I don't know why i yet? once again looked at wikifeet.com i don't recommend this Stop. hell on anybody Stop <laughs> doing it. i, I
2: it, it's even hard for me to watch tarantino movies like it's yeah the feet isn't my
4: favorite <laughs> a
1: lot of feet a lot of feet it's, yeah, oh, it's, the thing with tim though <laughs> When we discovered this whole sort of WikiFeed phenomenon, there's a, more, there's a no, there's a GIF online that was posted today by the kind of funny account where we were doing some long stream probably for one of our anniversaries or maybe extra life, and Tim was very very drunk at this point, and he's no. looking at Tim's feed, and he goes. Nick, you got some fucking nice looking feet,
4: <laughs> dude. It is. Yo, he, he does. Like that's the thing. Like this wiki feet thing is ridiculous. But Nick's uh, feet are like weirdly attractive looking. So like, like what makes oh,
2: nice feet though? Like, what is nice feet? Wait, I I did I, I was know. able to they bring it up. They just look
3: smooth and strong. And censor out any feet, any any feet oh, on good. there, so you yeah, can so see his Ridiculously, get yeah. I don't I don't like you it's know adding rating. to that. Yeah, it's ridiculously oh, high. Why? How is it so high? Oh.
1: I don't understand how. I feel like the admins of the site really kind of had some special favors that they called in. They were maybe able to break it. They put it to a ten rating. You know, what is that? Five point four. What does it say? I just feel like yeah, maybe
0: 5.4, 5.4, 5. 3. It's five point. Can we go look up
1: Greg's? Can we look up to see
0: what Greg's? <laughs> sure. Give me one second. Curiosity. There we go. This Greg, of course, on this. vacation this week could not join us for the podcast, but
1: he'll be back next week. Everyone. He's doing very so, important things. Do
2: you find you all are affected by people wanting to see your feet because oh I found God. subconsciously I don't wear sandals as much or if I'm taking a picture I try not to show my feet. But well, it's completely subconscious. Like I I just noticed the other day that I was like, "Oh, I don't have like literally any pictures of my feet." I,
4: Sydney I very, I'm going to tell yourself that you self that you're not in the same. Yeah, know. we're not in the same. <laughs> there are a lot of pictures of your feet. <laughs> And specifically, (laughs) it's because of your infamous pose that you do where you put your foot foot on the sink. But
2: I wear so many closed-toe shoes.
4: Yeah, they're they're shooed. They're shooed for the most part. (laughs) Good Lord. Fucking motherfuckers out there. Don't do this. Do not do this. Nick or otherwise. Tim, don't yuck
1: their yum. Don't yuck their their yum. Don't be yucking my yum, bro. But I will also say like...
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nick.
1: No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it.
2: Are there that many people? I was thinking about this the other day, like, because I feel like part of it is a meme, right? To be like, show us your feet, like. But are there that many people who mean it? Like, what are the percentage of people who actually mean it when they say, show me your feet?
0: Eighty-five percent, probably.
2: Eighty-five? It's that high?
0: Yeah, for I mean, so I'll go out on a limb and say probably the people, the feedback that you get probably has a higher percentage of people who are serious than me. I think people most of the time, anytime I get positive feedback from our community. Uh, is a joke for them and everyone's laughing behind my back, which I'm fine with because as long as I'm beating Greg score-wise as far as the, the stars are Nick concerned, wants, yeah. that's all that matters. But oh, I do yeah. think there are a lot of people oh. who are just legitimately into feet and, you know, that's their and thing. It's a
2: surprise for everybody. I don't want to like, I don't know if it's bad to talk about, but my feet are so ugly. Like, I, it's you don't want to see them. Like, they're so bony. Like, they, are, it's they're not cute.
0: I, <sighs> there's they're there's, there's know, but different, there's different gonna drugs, be someone folks. else <laughs> out there's gonna be someone out there therefore there's gonna be someone out there
3: oh man. I mean I don't I
0: don't particularly think of my feet in any in any sort of positive light actually I don't think of my feet at all ever but if someone else is out there who does and hey there's a picture of them that I've put on the I've chosen to put
1: there Jesus it, I guess
3: it's always been it's a thing sweet. to me that enjoy I enjoy curvature was,
1: I thought it was just a meme I thought it was a joke like I didn't yeah. know that there was this side to wiki feet I didn't fully understand so most of my responses to whenever my friends post a, a selfie on Instagram stories, I will say show feet. And that's just like my default response. And I am realizing, like, oh, I should probably stop saying that because they might think I'm serious. And like, yeah. <laughs> not I'm, that I'm like, like, it Andy keeps <laughs> telling me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know, but like, usually they know <laughs> that it's a joke, but. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they, they they're thinking, all right, Andy's just in the feed. but it's it's totally I mean, a joke. The, so it's always a meme. Is, Understand that
0: the problem is we all have very very comparable like amounts of followers on Instagram. You know, I'm at like 37. Tim's at like 40. Sid's at like 500 billion. So I think it's all exactly <laughs> sure roughly the same <laughs> right. amount of people that are viewing our content. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's Wait. past a certain oh, point. You just you just get to uh, a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life looking at your All stuff. Right. What up, are you, are
3: you guys seeing these numbers? Two point seven seven is his score, which is nearly Greg. half. Of what as Nick a, has, as a but it also really? says he. It also says he has a well, five. Well, yeah, that's the a other size thing. five shoe. <laughs> There's just clear lies <laughs> about this. Big man, tiny little feet. <laughs> Dude is six <laughs> three.
2: I wonder if like size five, like could he? Would he fall over?
3: He would definitely fall, tip over. over.
4: There's
1: no
2: balance there. He just has to scoot around. Yeah,
3: Yeah. size
4: five men's is
1: is tiny. Size five is like the size of his ankle, so it would just be a straight (laughs) foot thing down. Where do the where's room for the toes? How do how does that look?
4: Do they even oh, make Converse man. that size for Greg? I don't even know. <laughs> <They> do. <laughs> Sid, I can't believe it's taken this long to to get you on any piece of kind of funny content. Know. We've known you for years at this point. I think we we met at 2015's E3 when <laughs> kind of funny, our first year as kind of funny, we're doing the game spot uh, live show, and yeah. you were kind of the. I was a PA. Uh,
2: yeah, you yeah, were helping just out just
4: one. helping cool. out. We we had you on the show. Actually, we had you on that show for a little bit.
2: <laughs> that's true. That was my first kind of funny appearance.
4: There we go. There we go. And then the we've been friends girl. for years since yeah. then. You you started a job at IGN, hosting the Daily Fix for years, and then now you officially have left. And that's what I it left. took. So to yeah, get I did, you on the show. <laughs> I did want
0: to say congratulations for thank all, first you. And foremost. you join a very distinguished group of alumnus
2: i do who
0: can now just claim that we've just we've left that place in our dust you know what i mean just burned it to the ground right behind us light the match. no i'm kidding how does it how does it feel to be kind of pushing into the next phase of your life
2: it's really exciting i was thinking about how long so my basically my entire adult life and career, I've always kind of had two jobs, so to speak, because I was always streaming and like making my own content outside of my job, no matter where I worked, including while I was at IGN. So I have not really known what it means to not be working. And I don't say that with a badge of pride. I say that kind of embarrassed because like I've really been completely transparent. Like I ran my health into the ground, like living that way um and so that definitely like factored into my decision of trying to figure out well like i really like doing my own stuff and like i clearly can't do both and like have it be sustainable and so i don't know it feels wild to think about like oh i have this idea for a video like i literally can just go shoot that i don't have to pencil it in and shoot it for a couple hours over the next like eight weeks so that i have enough footage like i can just like actually go do that and then afterwards I can stop working and I can like rest a life yeah <laughs> I can like have friends and
0: I, I love it you're like I'll stop working and rest quote-unquote until it's time to go do jujitsu which is the most physically demanding thing a person could possibly do
2: but like, even like I can actually do jujitsu and like keep up with that yeah and so it comes with the cost because I really did enjoy my time at the IGN and I loved working there but ultimately like being in a place in my career and just like financially and all of that and just like perfect timing to be able to just like focus and put all my energy and ideas into my own stuff is i don't know i'm so excited
4: that's so what's the planning
2: so what's the plan (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, here's my content plan. No, um, so the next about Here's month, a
4: PowerPoint.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm prepared. Uh, so the next like month, I'm going to be streaming I sh- like Monday to Friday on my Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash It's So Good. Uh, I'm figuring, I'm still figuring out like timing what works for people. I'm like trying not to put too much pressure on it. And then I have some like exciting things that I can't really talk about yet, but that like I'll be hosting. And then I don't I feel like I'm I'm it's a big question mark for me if I I mean I I can't talk about what it is but like I'm kind of floating into like consulting on a game which I like never thought I'd do but I'm wow. really excited about and so it's just a lot of things that I just couldn't ethically like consult on a video game while I was working at like an outlet that might review it right. and it's right. so yeah I'm really excited.
0: Yeah I mean obviously it's yeah. it's, it's it's that sort of trade off right is that you mm-hmm. you're kind of giving up that stability to go on to be able to have that more creative freedom. And I think we all kind of understand that, um, especially me and Tim who kind of came to that same impasse where it was like, we just, you know, for us, it was less a matter of, you know, candidly, it was less a matter of time and more a matter of like, we just kind of wanted that freedom to be able, you, you nailed it, Andy, there you go. I don't know how it's go. backward, yeah. but you oh, nailed okay. it. No. Yeah, it
1: took a while, it Thank took you. a while. That's um,
0: But like, but I totally, I, I understand that. And I think it's scary, but it's very exciting. And from my personal opinion, I think you're doing the right thing. Cause I think once you feel that it's time to leave so that there's no resentment between the two and you can always go drink their free booze at Comic-Con parties and not, which hopefully we'll all get back to uh, soon. I I remember, I think the year you started at IGN, we were all at the IGN Comic-Con party. And I think, I, I think my only advice to you, for when you were there, I was like, I think I said something like, steal as much off of Paris desk as possible.
2: <laughs> and So I don't know
0: if you ever followed through on that, but I hope you did. I
2: did. <laughs> no, because I was in the LA office. So right, oh, that's right. That's right. I, I had few chances. And I feel like whenever I was there, he was, he was standing by. Guarding like somebody it. Somebody took him off. You had so much crap. Yeah. Um, but no, okay. So since you guys have gone through this before, what would you say was your biggest, like first week out of IGN, what was like the biggest shock, or like unexpected life change that came after that?
0: Um, my, from me, for that everything worked and that the sky didn't fall. So I remember with the, when the, our first day that we launched. I think Tim, Tim, you can help me out here because my old my old man brain's a little hazy. But I think when we when we launched and we launched that second Patreon and we said, hey, this is our plan for what we're doing. And the po- the sheer volume of positivity that came from it, I was just like, holy crap! Like, this is gonna work. I gave us like a week. I was like, we're gonna get a week, and then every- no one's gonna care about what we're doing. But people actually cared, and you know, the plan that everyone had put together, mostly you know, thankfully for Tim being there and be like, hey guys, we should have a content strategy. We should do this. This is what we should do. And the fact that people were like, hey, that's pretty cool. We'll 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 get on board that train for the ride for the time being was just unbelievable for me and then the the discovery of pod coffee that was also a huge deal too
4: you know definitely oh yeah that was that was
2: oh pod coffee i was really in my head trying to make that about a podcast and i was like i don't know No,
0: no. I just meant like it's a hosting
1: site. It's a hosting site. We
0: went from having that ridiculously over. You remember the IGN machine where you'd like hit eight buttons and it would click, 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 click and grind for forty-five minutes, way too loud, letting everyone know that you weren't at work for thirty minutes. We went from that to just having the ridiculously environmentally unfriendly pods at at Greg's old house, and that was super fun. We went through thirty of those. Still do. Still have
2: them.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that surprised me the most and shocked me, uh, honestly, this is something that has changed over time was how negative the reaction was from a lot of the people that worked at IGN. Oh, that was like, there was, was there was a lot of people that kind of like turned their backs on us and like talked a lot of shit and it's like, that stuff gets back. You know what I mean? It's a small industry where it's just like, I, I, I know the people like I'll always have that list in my head where I'm just mm -hmm. like, I know what you said. I know what you did. And like, what the fuck? um but what what i think is great about that though is it didn't really hold us back and we obviously kept doing our thing and ign kept doing their thing and i think that us leaving not to like make us sound like the most important deal in the world but to ign greg miller was a very important deal you know and nick being the manager of production on video and in a very different world at ign was a big deal that kind of threw them into a like panic of like oh shit, how do we fill these holes what do we do and i think it allowed them to really kind of build a new base to what they are today which I think is fucking incredible and I think that their team is better than it's ever been and they're making awesome content so many creative people so many more people were given opportunities to be on camera to make things to produce things that back when we were there there was two three people on camera max and that was just the way things were period yeah whereas now it seems like at least from the outside and from people I've talked to it's like there are more opportunities to be had and, and more new voices and all that stuff so it's like I I think that's great and I think that because we were kind of shift one of that and then there at this point has been like 15 different major moments of people leaving, whether it's IGN or GameSpot or any of the other sites, Rooster Teeth even at this point. Like, I think there's more of an understanding of how to deal with the situation and the fact that it doesn't need to be hostile. It doesn't need to be negative at all. So it's like, I I imagine that your your run of this is going to be a lot more supported by IGN and everyone. Andy, what's up?
1: I'd like to imagine that when the people that talked shit about Tim call him mm-hmm. and apologize, he's like, "Yeah, good." And he like, like wipes their name off the <laughs> list and the, the lipstick, lipstick. On. <laughs> like, <laughs> Steve like, Buscemi,
0: was like what movie Steve, was that? Steve Buscemi and
4: Billy Madison. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." And then he just puts a lipstick oh, yeah, on, and lays great. back. <laughs> yeah, and there, there have been people. There have been. There's multiple people that have apologized oh, over the oh, years. I, absolutely, absolutely uh, accept the apology, and we've talked and become good friends in some cases. And the uh, others, there's a whole bunch of people list. that are fucking dead to be at You're still on the list. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, L- L- I, listen, for,
4: I think there's, I think
0: there's a, a lot of pride that goes along with working for a place like IGN, right? Obviously, the culture mm-hmm. they try to build there is one of almost like a family. And so when someone chooses to leave that, I think that it, some people... Didn't quite understand why, and I think once you get on the other end of it, where you are right now, um Sid, I think you kind of get—not that you were had give us that feedback at all. I think actually we left right before you started. um But Way I think before. once you get on the other end of that, and you realize Sid maybe a lot of shit, yeah. you've hit your, <laughs> I didn't even
2: look at IGN, and I was <laughs> just shit,
0: you guys throwing, throwing shit around. These fuckers. <laughs> um, you know, you get to the other end though, and you and you you sort of have done what you wanted to do creatively, or or you know you you kind of you feel that time to move on then you'll understand and i think for some people you they never hit that i think a lot of people are mm-hmm. diehard ign and there's nothing wrong with that but i think every once in a while you know you got to just get out there and challenge yourself and that challenge can either be within the organization or you know what you're doing now which is to carve your own path which is cool
2: yeah i think that you know ign it's oh my gosh it like pains me to say this because i was so excited when they were being so open like we. We did this show called Do Our DIY where, like, they just kind of let me do whatever I wanted. (laughs) And I was, like, making things. Like, I made a Godzilla out of, like, like, candle wax. And they let me put it up on their YouTube channel. And it was great. And, like, that was really great. But aside from that project, it was something where... You know, I'd been there for three years, and granted, that's not that long compared to there's some people who have been t- at IGN for much, much longer. I think
0: Damon just posted that he was 15 years, and then yeah, was like, here's to another 15 years. And I was like, wait, it's so long, it's <laughs> so much time,
4: so
2: that's um, a lot. <laughs> but you just get to a point where it's like, I I like have to keep growing, and yeah. it just is like, you know, I gotta challenge myself. I think I'm also somebody where like when I started at IGN or even my first hosting job was like. Backstage at the Game Awards in front of a live audience and all these people that I really respect and I'd never read a teleprompter before that very minute. That's always fun. And like that's really stressful and I kind of thrive off of that stuff just like being thrown to the wolves and figuring things out and I felt like I don't know maybe that is irresponsible but I just I like having that moment of like oh no what did I do?
1: That's the that's the the first time (laughs) that's the first time that I had heard of you because I I'm. That's so stressful. Still was very new. In <laughs> I'm the like in- getting anxiety <laughs> from just having to read off a tele- I can't do it. I'm not even kidding. I'm talking about. <laughs> I was things. still very new to the industry, and like I, uh, you know, Tim's younger than me, but Tim had been in the industry for like I don't know, eight years, seven years by that point when I joined. Kind of funny. So I remember watching the Game Awards. We were doing that watch along, and you popped up on screen, and Tim was like, "Holy shit, Sid!" and and everybody's like, "What the fuck? That's crazy!" And I was like wait, what's what did I miss? Like I, and I guess I'm I have the knowledge of, you know, past IGN people. And he was like, Oh, we met of this and that. And I, I, that's the first time that I had seen you. So like, for that being your first experience, what the hell was that like, like? uh...
2: Uh, (laughs) I mean, I definitely didn't have a panic attack the night before. Uh, But so at that point, I was actually working at BuzzFeed. And um, I had just been streaming and This comes out. I didn't know that this was how they found my content. But after the fact, I found out that I guess like Keely had just asked like four people that worked there. Like, hey, can you just bring me a list of like people who are good on camera? Like we want to put somebody backstage. And they ended up, they like emailed me and were like, hey, we're interested. Like, do you have a reel? And I was like, no. And so I just sent them some BuzzFeed videos I had been in. And then they had me like, you know, do the audition thing. And then I got it. and. I remember I reached out to Terry Schwartz and Andrea and, and both of them. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. You guys like clearly can host. So like, please help me. And I remember Andrea was so sweet. And she gave me all these tips about reading off a teleprompter. Yeah. But obviously, it's not like you like can just go to Target and buy a teleprompter. Yeah, you can't and, like, practice. Practice. yeah. Um, and so I practiced that day. And then when I did it, I was like, well, worst case, like, I guess I just mess up. That's not that bad.
4: (laughs) And now you've been doing it for like six years. It feels like, right? Yeah, something insane.
2: Yeah, because I was 2017, so like December 2017, so almost four years, which is wild.
0: Dude, I remember we used to work at IGN when we first started working at IGN. One of your predecessors, Jess, um, we used to make her memorize all the stuff. This is how (gasps) how unbelievably unprofessional we used to be. It was me, Fran, and the small video team, and when Jess Chobot started with us she would have to do projects and we would hand her a script and be like, how much time do you think you need to memorize like three or four paragraphs of information? And she was like, like, can we just get a fucking teleprompter for Christ's sake? And then (laughs) finally we got one. And she was like, we do stuff that used to take us all day. She'd get it done in like 20 seconds and be like, can we go to lunch now? It was so ridiculous.
2: (laughs) It's so funny though, because working from home, I have to Ha- or i used to have to operate my own teleprompter which is a mess and so my eye line is like kind of all over the place and yeah. so people have noticed more that like i'm reading off a prompter and it's become this like small community of like i'm just gonna call them losers that, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like she's fake she reads off she's like she's reading all of her scripts they're not a news high. show for and christ's just, sake like, do You thought I was memorizing these scripts every day?
4: Like, what do you want to do, <laughs> like, go off the dome? That's yeah, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. You, no, you people... wrote the scripts, though, right, for the yeah. Daily Fix? So I difference. mean, that's, incredible. that's, like, that's incredible. incredible. Like, that's not how it used to be at Yeah, at that was
2: another turning point, because I wasn't – they had a writer my first, like, month, and then I want to say the writer left, and they were like, Sid, well, like, we could hire somebody, or, like, do you want to – would you prefer to write it? And I was like, I can write it. And so it was me and then Nick Lamone. I'm not, I don't know if you know him, but we were writing it together because there's now the Daily Fix. And then the Daily Fix that is has like a vertical version that runs on Snapchat and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And those used to be two separate scripts. So I would write one script and Nick would write the other. And then probably the last like eight months, I've just been writing both, which, that's, yeah, it's good.
0: That's so – I mean, that that's so different and wild It's like – we, I think it, we didn't arrange, oh, you used to write them too. Sometimes uh, like, yeah, like you and I used to write when You worked time. on them. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's incredibly important too, though. I mean, I do yeah. think that speaks to the, to, to your sort of breadth of knowledge um, uh, when it comes to the actual video game world, because I'll tell you right now, if I, if my life depended on it, someone's like, Nick, I need you to write a script for, I mean, I hosted one episode of kind of funny games daily and it was a flaming train wreck in the best possible <laughs> way so i couldn't do it i don't have the confidence in myself to be able to do that so kudos to you for that one
2: thank you well it's nice i feel like it's one of those things where i actually don't love writing scripts but it's such a good skill to have and if somebody wasn't forcing me to write it every day i feel like i wouldn't be writing and so i don't know it's one of those things where it's like now i'm glad that i have that skill and but it, I hopefully will keep writing so that I don't, don't
0: think that, <laughs> Don't you think that kind of contributes to the, you're able to sort of have that confidence for your own stuff, like when you move on?
2: Oh, totally. Totally. Well, and I think even coming from um, BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed is very like if you're a producer there and then that means like you're running sound on other people's sets mm-hmm. you're lighting your own set like you're editing your own video and so coming from that and then IGN was pretty cush in that it was like you had a produce. like I never ran sound at IGN which was nice I don't really like running sound so that was I'll great
0: be, I'll be honest with you when we were there people I don't do. think anyone knew how to run sound at IGN <laughs>
2: No, 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 no disrespect, Alex.
0: No <laughs> disrespect, Alex, Alex
2: Um, But yeah, so it's like it's nice to know that it's like, oh, I actually I know how to do this. And while I'm not great at lighting sets, it's like, oh, I I conceptually understand that this is what needs to be done. So I know, like you're saying, being on my own, I can produce something that looks good and doesn't look like I'm just like shooting it, yeah, backlit, and I'm peeking the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's but that's like – that's so crazy, but that is the evolution of it all, right? Like, So I think the Tim, when Tim came in, that was really a big turning point, I think, for the organization. I like I liked referring to it as the organization, Andy. I don't know if that's a sports thing or not, but it just sounds like we're working for the A's. It,
1: it sounds like a sports sort of esports thing as well, but oh, it's okay. cool. I like cool. it. Cool. Yeah, I'll just say like, that. Keep using it, yeah.
0: But yeah, when Tim came in, I think Tim being being a little bit like, hey, why do we have this many different like layers of people who are specialized in things? Why don't you all just go make stuff? That was kind of like – that was a big shift and I think they've really – I think that it behooves everyone to kind of have an understanding of the whole. It may take longer to get better at it, but I think mm-hmm. once you end up going on to the next thing, then yeah, then you have confidence in all those areas and then you don't have to worry about the technicality holding up your creativity.
2: Totally. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say though is – and I'm not going to name any names. I've worked at three different media I will.
0: Companies. If it's at IGN, I will name the name for you. I don't care. I'll burn uh, to
2: the ground.
4: Nick couldn't name five people that work at IGN right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, not even close. close. Does France still work there? Yeah. I knew it. I
0: knew
1: it.
2: (laughs) But the problem I do see is that organizations will be like, oh, so like you can do everything. So instead of hiring three people to do three people's job, we're just gonna hire One person, because they can do all of these things that we're going to pay them less than one person's salary. Mm -hmm. And so you have these people that are like super underpaid. Everything's understaffed and everyone's running around with their head cut off. And it's like under the guise of like, oh, you should be empowered because like you can do, like you have all the skills. This is amazing. Right. So I will say that's something that I continuously have seen as an issue is just organizations taking advantage of people, but yeah. they're gonna do that regardless of if you have a bunch of skills, so.
0: Well, they'll do it to a certain <laughs> point, true. right? There's always th- there's always that 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 sort of, that line you hit where you go, there's only so much one person can do. If you wanna do something like the Game Awards, you gotta have a lot of people working on a show like that because that's a very high production value piece of content oh, that you're yeah. putting out. Um, and Jeff, you know, a lot of people don't give, I mean, I've, you know, I, we give Jeff a lot of great credit on this show, but a lot of people probably don't understand how much work goes into something like that. He's on that thing year round putting all oh, that stuff yeah. together it's crazy
2: well and his team is amazing like it's like like it, it is like the most optimized team of professionals i have ever worked with is actually kind of intimidating
4: <laughs> <Because> <laughs>
2: everyone's just so like on the ball like even the woman who like is like walking me from my dressing room to the stage is like so in it and just like knows exactly what's going on that i'm just like oh my gosh like i need to like do homework i don't know (laughs) oh
0: man uh we got you for maybe 20 more minutes but i do want (laughs) to ask you a question from our uh, our fine patreon people well first i've actually before i do this um a quick psa from katie G. she says exactly tim exactly three months ago on the kf podcast you asked that someone watching remind you to tell them the quote fran story in three months you said you know what that means i hope you still do is that
4: something we want to talk about right now tim or you have no I, recollection i definitely of don't know what it means ever. what i think we, you saw it fran in person, person. I, yeah and I, I think i already told the story uh, The hair song? was it the hair but yeah yeah well I, I did you clearly you know it okay uh, I'm just double checking yeah. uh yeah so Fran Fran just had last time I saw him which was like at this point three months ago the longest hair you could possibly am- like Sid style <laughs>
2: Wow, this, wow
4: it's Fran so it, it's it was wow. just so much to take in that like it made my body kind of like convulsed, like a what the fuck is happening type way yeah. but anyways it, that, it, that's, he so, hides it
1: a, well because he's got the, he does the headphones thing and he kind of has it back it so yeah yeah Whoa. so it looks like we've always called him we always called him Pidgeotto like wh- when he has the hair back like that it has a very Pidgeotto vibe but I couldn't imagine now. He's, a, he's at Pidgeot levels, you know? Oh, like- yeah. Oh, definitely. I don't know Wild. what that
0: term means, but can I say it to him without him being offended? Is that?
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Pidgeotto? That's like, Pokemon. What's Pidgeotto? Oh, it's a Pokemon. Oh,
0: okay, I missed that part. I was like, because it sounds like an Italian word that my mom would call me when I was being bad. Like <laughs> you little Pidgeot, and I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means, <laughs> Elena, but we'll figure this out. Uh, Pargot, seeing right But well, before seven,
4: we man. do that, do you want to you hear about our sponsors? I'd love to, Tim. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin, it's about feeling comfortable in your skin that's why me sources the softest most comfortable fabrics imaginable uh they have endless styles and they are available in sizes extra small all the way up to 4xl uh you can express yourself every day in new limited edition prints because what you wear on the outside should empower you from the inside it's their whole thing with me I love me undies I've been talking about it forever literally right now head to toe I'm in me with the shirt with the undies with the lounge pants and with the socks I love how soft it is it's changed my life changed my wardrobe entirely uh where I have completely replaced all my socks and shirts uh, and undies with me undies because of how soft and consistent the quality is. And it's also super fun with all the fun designs they have, whether they're licensed things like Star Wars or things that are just more like fun, like weird little sushi rolls and stuff. It's always fun stuff. Uh, great to unpack every month and be wowed by whatever was sent. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for you guys. For any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. They also have a problem-free philosophy when it comes to returns. If you're not satisfied with anything, no caveats, no questions, you're good. They'll exchange it. They'll refund it, whatever you need. Um, Go to MeUndies.com slash morning to get 15% off your first order and free shipping. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. And now this next sponsor, I'm very, very, very excited about. This episode is brought to you by Channel Fireball Box Breaks. Channel Fireball is a very big name in the collectible and trading card industries. Uh, their new initiative, CFB Box Breaks, involves live streamed pack and box openings. We've talked a lot about this on uh, the different podcasts and in uh, the streams a little bit with Snowbike Mike unboxing Pokemon cards. But how this works is people will purchase a group in a break. Uh, we'll use basketball as an example here. Let's say we all buy in. I get all the Cavaliers cards. Greg gets all the Miami Heat cards, etc. The break happens live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. They stream them, and then they do it every uh, Tuesday through Thursday at 1 p.m., Friday and Saturday at 3 p.m. And then they get whoever gets assigned those cards gets those cards. There are also personal breaks. So let's say Blessing buys an entire box of Pokemon cards. We open it live on stream before shipping him the cards themselves. Each stream also builds to a premium break. These are usually spicier, more expensive breaks uh, with big hits in them. For example, this Saturday, they're breaking a box of revised Magic the Gathering. Each booster pack is $500, and there are cards worth over $1,000 that you can open in there. Uh, Box breaks are a fun way to get your hands on collectible cards like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Flesh and Blood, sports cards, and more. Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, They're running an awesome deal on Battle Styles, the hottest new Pokemon set right now. And you can get a box cheaper with CFB box breaks than anywhere else this friday and saturday cfb box breaks are running two spicy pokemon box breaks a booster box mixer on friday and an elite trainer box mixer on saturday with packs from evolutions darkness ablaze sword and shield vivid voltage and battle styles kev it's time Bring it up. You can get your hands on a Pikachu VMAX worth over $400. Head to CFB Box Breaks now and use code Funny so they know that we sent you and you can get 5% off your first break. That's CFBBOXBREAKS.com. Use code KINDOFUNY. CFBBOXBREAKS.com. Code KINDOFUNY. Bring it up one more time. One more time because I want to say this is the Pikachu VMAX card, which has lovingly been nicknamed Chonkachu. And I love everything about that. So if you want to potentially get a Chonkachu or see somebody get hype opening a pack and getting this Chonkachu, you know where to go. CFBBachBreaks.com. So cool. You love that, Kev? So good. I thought you would. I thought you would. All right, guys. There we go.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I almost blew right past it. Great sponsors this week. We love them. We love our sponsors. Pargot Singh writes in asked for a very important piece of advice, and I thought all of us could go around
4: and help them out. Let me interrupt so, you real quick again, Nick. What? A couple weeks ago, Pargot wrote in, and I was like, "I need to know if this is the same Pargot that I yeah. met." Mm-hmm. And well, it is. He tweeted is. at me. Ooh, okay, a picture good picture of me hanging out with him. I'm glad uh, in Philadelphia. So, what's up, Pargot?
0: Pagrat says, I have a bunch of pictures with ex-girlfriends, a number of which are still framed up in my room. What should I do with them now that I have found my, dare I say, fingers crossed, final girlfriend? What have y'all done with gifts slash mementos from past relationships? Additional details here. There's no animosity or bitterness toward any of my exes, and my girlfriend isn't jealous at all. Uh, it just seems kind of odd for uh, to leave them up. Almost rude just to throw them away. Uh, what should we what, what should you do here?
4: Seriously. Take it away.
2: That's a, hmm. That's great that you have good relationships. I've all of my relationships have ended in flames. Fire. So huge <laughs> fire, <awesome> lots <laughs> of years of therapy. So I can't say that I've been in the exact situation, but I think I don't know. I mean I think taking them down and maybe putting them in like a shoebox of memories or something. Like I don't think you have to be violent with them and like cut them up and get rid of them, but I also don't think that, you know, it's like it's it's good to like step into the next phase of life with this girlfriend that you have and like have it be focus. Yeah, I guess.
0: no no things I don't want to say baggage because it doesn't sound like this is baggage, but any, th- any yeah. old relics kind of hanging about that might stir some emotions maybe. I don't know.
2: I, I think about it this way, that it's like I wouldn't have, like, a picture of me in sixth grade with, like, my best friend from sixth grade, like, in my house. And it has nothing True. to do with, like, my friends from sixth grade. It's just, like, I'm not in that stage of my life. And so mm-hmm. it just it seems kind of weird to me to have, like, pictures from 2006. It, that's yeah. not family pictures, like, in my house.
1: Those seem like things that your parents store in Tupperware and put them up in the attic, you know, and they're just, like, <laughs> yeah. you, you you, look at them every once, every five to eight years and you're kind of like, oh, I remember. Remember when you dated her Michal? I'm like, yeah, I remember that, Mom. But, like, I feel, I do feel, uh, I'm kind of the same way with Sydney, where I'm like, I, I am, like, I have to be out of sight, out of mind. Like, I gotta, like, destroy everything and all. <laughs> like, I cannot... <laughs> I can't have any like I can't reminisce on anything and then get in my feelings and then just like fall into a depression hole. So I got to just forget that you existed. And then we could probably be friends in like a year or so or whatever. But yeah. good for you for Pargot for even, you know, having that a positive outcome out of a relationship and several. It seems like good for you. Pargott. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I this is something I always wonder too, right? Because I got I I got on social media like I started posting probably I think way too late to have any sort of uh, ex-girlfriends on there at all, or any exes or people I have dated, like pictures of them. So like every picture that I have, well, actually, my wife doesn't even like being on social media. So it's mostly just my dumb mug. But I wonder, like, do you keep those pictures on your Instagram from those relationships or do you just like low key? Go- Cause that's when they're going to know probably got, this doesn't matter. They're not going to know if you have like pictures on your desk, you throw them out. No one's ever going to know that, right? So you're not being rude by saying, I'm going to clear out some of this stuff just to have, just be able to focus, like Sydney was talking about. But on Facebook or like Instagram, I always wonder, like,
4: what do you do? What do you do? With oh, that's, the I mean, that outside? is. That's a In 2021, that is is that is definitely like the way people find out people broke up is Deleting. going back and looking and seeing if if their pictures, if they have pictures with uh, their significant other still yeah. or not. And the other thing is Venmo. If you ever want to stalk anybody, Venmo is the answer. You'll look at it. You'll find out everything you need. Who's dating who, who's not dating who anymore, who might be fucking someone else. It's always Ooh, fantastic stuff. You got those Ooh. transactions. Uh, but My but yeah, is I,
2: mean, private. I keep private transactions for that reason. Everyone's stupid. Gotta do it. it.
4: You got to do it, man. People don't think about it and then you get caught Venmo baby. Uh, but yeah, I, so both questions, the Instagram thing and the pictures on the wall thing, I do think that it comes down to the same stuff as any relationship where it's communication and honesty Mm -hmm. with your partner, where like, for example, Gia, very healthy person with she's had some past relationships that didn't end great or whatever. I'm lucky enough that all my relationships. Ended, but we're still friends and there was never any like fires or animosity or anything. So my Instagram, because she is cool with it, I'm cool with them. They're still friends of mine and all that stuff. Like I'm not deleting any pictures or there's none of that going back and kind of like washing it out, putting pictures up in my house and stuff. I'm kind of with Sid in the, the sixth grade thing she said, where it's just like the time and place where. I don't just have those up anyways but if I did like pargot does you might want to put them in in a box somewhere because I'm the most nostalgic person I know so I could never get rid of that stuff because I do like Eddie was saying every couple years i want to look back and just be like well that was funny or like oh Mm -hmm. man that was nice or I liked that moment like these moments still happen Tim will bust out
1: a photo from September 4th 2008 like he like Mm -hmm. Tim has archived everything it's so impressive Everything yeah. and it's
4: it's scary. But but it's <laughs> nice to go down that, that path sometimes and just be like, oh this is nice and to see how far we've come and changes and all that right. stuff. But but yeah, it's I don't think that uh your current relationship needs to involve all your past relationships in a physical matter, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even digital for that matter when it comes to the the pictures and stuff. But I also don't think that it, it's necessarily a problem. Um, but it is definitely easier to just not deal with it and put them away
0: (laughs) yeah i think i think putting them away maybe you don't have to throw away but putting them away someplace in a place where your significant other can see that and say that is a place where memories go which is uh some sort of yeah some sort of what what do they call them um you know you put them all the things stuff. yeah binder i was going to say like uh, scrapbook. Book. scrapbook scrapbook thank you a
4: little scrapbook i would That's love to I... see nick scarpino's memory scrapbook i have one i have <laughs> I'm one sure you do my, <laughs> i told
0: you guys a couple yeah said my uh, my parents moved recently they lived in the same house for like 30 some odd years maybe well. like 39 years and my dad my mother will throw anything out if it's not bolted to the ground if she if she looks at it if it looks at her the wrong way i'll never forget elena scarpino lover very draconian in her approach to things, and I had an old time like one of those little time boxes, like time machines that you're supposed to like, like you know, glue up and stuff, and put in the attic, and then open up when you're like 30, and with like yeah. a letter written to myself like, I hope you became an astronaut or a world yeah. famous filmmaker. Spoilers, kid, you're gonna be fucking really disappointed <laughs> without <a third> down <laughs> But your wiki feet score, oh, out, bro, of you're out of to have the best. You're gonna beat everyone at wiki feet. She threw that out. Luckily, my dad was around. My dad was like, hey, someone's going to want to see this at some point. So he hoarded as much of my old stuff from high school and junior high as, as he possibly. A lot of it was like math tests that I got on. I'm like, thanks for bringing that up, Big Lou. I didn't fucking need to know that I wasn't going to ever be a fucking genius. Right. But a lot of it was like old letters that people had written to me in high school and like tickets from shows that I was a part of or like he had the he had all of our playbooks from when I did the high school <laughs> musicals and stuff. And I just spent like two nights going through it all and just feeling this warm like wave of nostalgia and i was texting people i hadn't texted in for. i was like dude dude, check this out this thing you stupid thing you wrote me and they were like what the fuck dude this is great (laughs) so there is a a time and a place for that and i think as you get older you'll want those memories somewhere so put them in a scrapbook stick them stick them in a corner and if your wife one day throws them out by accident don't hold it against her that's what i say (laughs) uh our next question and then said how you doing on time you got about 10 minutes i'm
2: doing good yeah i'm doing okay
0: cool Uh, Well, just time enough for one more question, of course, comes from uh, Abigail says, what is the best purchase you've made this year to keep yourself sane through all of this craziness we've had to deal with? Uh, For me, it was my Apple Watch, which helped me motivate to stay active. But when I got COVID and had to stay home, uh, it switched to be uh, to my cheap stationary bike. It was very helpful to get the exercise in when I was stuck uh, inside my tiny apartment. Uh, Exercise may not sound fun, but it certainly helps improve your mood. Couldn't agree more. Sid, have you bought? Did you go down that road where you're like, "I'm going crazy. I got to buy some sort of new car or something."
2: Yeah, definitely last year. But I feel like I don't most of them. I did like a cleaning at the end of last year where I basically got rid of everything that I bought during the pandemic because I was just like trying to buy like endorphins. What yeah. um, <laughs> and, and it worked. I will say it worked. But probably the best purchase that I've made that I kept was a Vitamix, which are these very expensive blenders.
0: They're so bougie. That's the They're bougiest so bougie. thing.
2: But I have wanted one. I am this smoothie gal. Okay. And I've wanted one for so long. And I never pulled the trigger. And then I finally did. And I had been using this blender that I got in college. And it still like kind of worked. But the thing was, my smoothies were always kind of chunky because it yeah. really wasn't ah, yeah. working. And so now my smoothies are homogenous mixture and they're smooth and they're enjoyable. And I just, since I've been eating in so much, it's just, it's the best. Yes.
1: Sid, um, what is the healthiest smoothie you make? And what's the one that you make that's like the sweet tooth? Like I love just the taste of this. It's not really giving me a whole lot of nutrients. It is, but it's also giving me a lot of sugars.
2: This is going to be disappointing to you because I only make healthy smoothies. Oh, oh
0: God. They're going to taste like grass. So, what does no, it taste like?
2: My best healthy smoothie actually tastes very good. And it is coconut water, cucumber, blueberries, strawberries, uh, spinach, ice, um, and then like a bunch of different powders like psyllium husk, some protein powder. Husk. Um, I think it's called, like that fast, word. Like, inland chicory root powder, like just oh, <laughs> oh, You you, you like, saying
4: this right now is like you saying Pokemon good. names to Nick, where I'm just like, you could be making all this up, but I <laughs> and just and wouldn't fucking know.
2: A bunch of spirulina, which is like this, like blue green algae. Ah,
4: uh, yeah, spirulina.
2: Very good. Um, and then you have to make sure that you peel the the cucumber though, otherwise it'll be very bitter. And then the le- the lesser healthy one that I make, I guess, is probably just, like, strawberries, bananas, and this, like, cow cinnamon, like, mushroom powder, and some peanut butter. Me. And then you and lost pancakes. me.
0: <laughs> yeah, strawberry banana, I was like, cool. If, at, let's the cool, if there's, cool. Mushroom. If okay. Like, yeah, if there's a Starburst flavor for it, I'm in. If you start getting into chicory, point. which, by the way, I love chicory and coffee. If you've never had chicory and coffee, it's the best thing ever, and it'll keep you up all night. But now you start throwing that in there. I don't understand any of this stuff. I mean, I, you, I, you did didn't disappoint me. Out.
1: You you didn't disappoint me because the first one, the healthy one that you mentioned, I wasn't expecting the strawberries or the blueberries. I was expecting just a lot of kale, spinach, that sort of thing, just all the the greens. And, and you know, it leaves kind of an aftertaste. You're like, oh, like I don't love like, this, Andy, you're but doing this. important. I
2: don't put kale because it makes it very mealy.
1: It's
0: oh, not do you have it. to do? Wait, do, do we get into the fact do you have to like break up the kale or massage the kale first before you put it in, or are you just what?
2: It's so complicated. <laughs> if you're supposed to do that, yes. But it just it's so fibrous. I just I don't I don't mess with kale.
0: Yeah, just apparently so. when you use kale, Andy, um, and I, I use kale, like I'm saying, you use kale like you use cocaine. Uh, yeah. Apparently when you when you in, in, it, when agree, kale when you're on kale, you're supposed to like massage the 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 spine of it and it's like fiber so it breaks it up a huh. little bit. So when you cook it it's not quite as tough because it's okay, very it's like fibrous. Spank in
4: the mint. Wow. But see I
0: don't deal with that because I eat burritos, which are my version of a smoothie <laughs> all kind of wrapped into one. It's good. I just, point. Make, I just yeah. make it in my mouth as it goes in. Yes it is I, like
2: think I think with smoothies like everyone should like smoothies because if you're like you can just shove a bunch of things and blend it, and then you get all of these like v- like vitamins and nutrients, and you just have to like shove it down, and that's it.
0: So okay, but see, you're assuming that the rest of us on this podcast are healthy. That is your number one mistake. Whoa, whoa, right whoa, there. Whoa, 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 Nick,
1: Andy, I, what's on I mean, your every, desk right now? Every day I'm drinking these naked. These naked juices. It's
3: not healthy, I've told you, Andy. It's not Kevin, I
1: drink the kale blazer drink. Again, we've talked about it. It's called kale blazer. Blazer. Here's Kevin. Kevin. Oh, is that why it's called Kale Blazer? Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Anyway, Kevin, it's got it's got carrots, it's got spirit, uh spinach, it's got Probably spirulina, maybe some sort of root. I don't know what it's got a lot of healthy shit. It it doesn't taste great, but I drink a lot of these naked juices, Kevin. Yes, it
3: also has 58 (laughs) grams of sugar. I don't know. No, (laughs) no, that's like so much more than a can of Coke. It's a lot of sugar, which is 39 grams. My God. But
1: you're asking what I have on the desk right now, Nick. uh... Yeah, your monster energy drinks.
3: I'm just going to say what I always say to my wife when she's like, do you want a smoothie? It's like, that is a fit man's milkshake. No, thank you. I'm going to walk walk away.
2: man's milkshake. That's (laughs) good. good.
3: That's what I was going to say. Alex puts
2: sorbet in his.
3: Oh, Oh, really? that's that's That's
2: good. Raspberry sorbet.
1: That sounds delicious. Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, his are pretty good. He does raspberry sorbet and then like a chocolate protein. And ice. So he's just Uh making
4: Java juice. He's (laughs) making, yeah, Yeah, that's a Java juice. Man, after my own heart. (laughs) That's how I used when I
0: worked at a Jump in Java. That's how I used to make the smoothies too. It was just a milkshake. It's all it is (laughs) at that point. Uh, Sydney. It's been an absolute pleasure having yeah. you on the podcast. Hopefully this is not the last time you'll uh, you'll come on one of our pieces of content. And now that you're streaming, uh, we're streaming on a weekly basis too. So maybe there's something there where we can all play
1: games
2: we together. We can all play, yeah. And, and continue fun.
1: our Cindy friendship. Cindy plays Call of Duty, all right? I've seen her stream Call I'm of Duty not, several times, Nick. So I'm not got gonna to get say out. that
0: we you have an open invite to our Monday, Tuesday uh, Call of Duty Warzone streams. But you're you are more than that? welcome to come on whenever you want. I'm not going to say it because it puts pressure gonna, on like, people. That, and then they feel like they mean? have to say yes. And then, no, and
2: then it's I like depend. a whole thing. Cool. The problem, so that's the problem is I've been playing a lot of league play, which is the like sweaty boys mode where mm. pe- every, it's like you're transported back to COD lobbies from like Modern Warfare 2. Like people are just like yelling profanities. And sure. It's ridiculous, but it's really fun. And the people I play with are college students and I don't think they can play with me during the day now that I'm streaming during the day. So I will definitely take you up on that offer.
0: We, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. That would make us very happy. Uh, and I would love to learn more about how that game works. Cause I'm still
4: shit at it after six months. Uh, where else got to get fun- you on a kind of funny games daily and maybe a games class oh, yeah. or two or something. So yeah, uh, grab we'll, we'll, connect. we'll connect,
2: we'll connect, I'll have your people call my people.
4: I love it, and, and tell your people I say hi. Tell Alex
2: I will. I, <laughs> 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 I
0: was like, who are our people? I think it's just him. Uh Where can people where Where can people find you on the internet?
2: Ah, uh, so you can find me. Sid so good. Literally every everywhere. TikTok, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, I didn't talk about my YouTube channel at all, but I post on YouTube like a few times a week. So. Check that out. Sid's so good Um, Snapchat. And then actually I have a podcast. It's shut up. Keep going. You can find it anywhere that you find podcasts. And it's just me and my best friend from high school. And we're just talking about what we find on the internet. So like our most recent episode is like I present government cheese. And I think she talks about some phenomenon of people who have to shit when they smell books.
1: Oh so, wow, that's got to be Greg. So if you right? like this
4: podcast, you'll probably like that. Love that podcast. I've
1: heard about that. I've heard about this phenomenon.
0: Yeah, oh my God.
2: thanks, folks, for having me. This is wonderful.
0: Well, thank you Absolutely. so much for for being a guest. Yeah. Uh, and we'll See talk you to you real soon.
2: Hey. Okay. Bye. Oh no, my hands went back up. Okay. We
0: Everyone's <laughs> <just laughs> tiny hands. Tiny hands.
2: Bye, guys.
0: <laughs> of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna keep going. For a few more minutes, and then get into our post show. Um, I'm gonna pee but as, real quick. You go pee, and go then I'm pee. gonna ask us. I'm gonna ask you another question from the Patreon.
1: Okay,
3: just fun. Did, you know what an exciting you, you, you think time they did. sniff these books on purpose. You yeah, think no, 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 you know Kevin. It's no, no, about
1: no. Time. If, no, it's not that. It's um, it's very similar to. Greg's reaction to needing the shit when he feels a chill on his yeah, neck. It's a very th- similar yeah, thing. I, I've exactly heard about like it. Exactly. It, it. It's TikTok. Exactly like that. It, yeah, exactly. It's, I heard of it from TikTok where it's yeah. just kind of walking into a Barnes & Noble needing the shit. Yeah. Yeah, one person exactly posting like it. about it and then everybody else goes, holy shit, I get that feeling too where I need to take a big dump walking into a Barnes and & Noble and I don't that's know wild. what it is. That's I wild. also saw another TikTok that I really, really wanted to reply to and kind of make a, a Stitch duet video. But it was a guy that was like, Hey, anybody on TikTok? Have you ever gotten pencil lead stuck in your hand and it's still there? And I'm like, yep. yeah, me. Yep. Like, yep. Hey. I have that. I still have this pencil lead stuck in you, my damn hand.
0: Do you guys get the weird like excitement, fear, and then excitement I when you get something stuck in you your know. thumb? And you got it, and you got to get it out. When you have like you have a sliver in your thumb, and you're like, That's no, I hate that. Fifteen minutes of work and no. I get excited about Everyone it. Everyone always why. freaks
3: out because I pull out my Leatherman to cut out whatever's in there. It's Damn. it's
0: like using a chainsaw for surgery, Kevin. That's why we we freak out. We've seen what you've done with that Leatherman. Yep. Leatherman.
3: Yeah, but it's clean. I clean it all the time. I don't believe it. With oil, I don't. Oh, shake with your oil. head. No. I mean, I meant with uh, with uh, what is it called?
0: Like some sort of tea tree alcohol. oil. No, no. Oh, okay. I used to clean the Q-tip yoga mat with tea tree oil. That's why I say okay. Oh, and you really get in Q-tip. there. You get in the crevasses. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm very close to buying. Uh, uh, the I need one more screw to unscrew it totally so I can completely disassemble it and clean it, like, the proper way. The proper way.
1: I'll tell you what we got to do. this, And this is sort of feels like a conversation to have sure. off uh, camera, but I'm just going to say it right okay. now. Um, whenever we get these guests on, we got to remember to tell them to turn off the... I get cut off when people talk and the gate. you get cut off if I talk. Right. Oh Those yeah. Sort of settings that that'll definitely mm-hmm. help. I think it was view. pretty okay. Now I didn't
0: notice too much of anything. That was going fun. On. That was a
1: good. That was a good podcast. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited this for city man.
0: I, I know that feeling of like moving on to the next the next step, and I think it's going to be cool. And hopefully, she'll come fucking click some heads with us. You know what yeah. I mean, Tim?
4: Yeah, totally. I mean, dude, she honestly she's such a fucking rock star, and uh, her husband Alex Rubens is also just incredibly talented and cool. And like, he he was the first person that I met in the industry where I was just like. You're like nineteen years old, and you're gonna be running shit in just oh, yeah. a couple of years. And like he's now, I don't know, he's probably like twenty three or twenty four, maybe twenty six. Is time. he still working for the Rams moves? I, I think he is now, yeah. but I mean, he's been he was a top dog at YouTube for a long time. He was uh, he ran Red Bull eSports for uh, a long time as well. Like he's just continually doing things. he's he's written multiple books which is fucking. oh great. that's right that's right that's why he came on games daily like he he's just so fucking rad and the two of them together is just like power couple shit i
0: know i remember i remember meeting sydney back in the day and and just chatting with her briefly on like her what her career at igm was going to be and i'm like you're a superstar i mean, I, mean, I remember being like I just think about it back in my mind, I'm like, she's just gonna make awesome content and get hella followers and then just go do great things. And she did just that's that. What she did. <laughs> it, she's man. gonna continue doing it. It's great. She's gonna continue. I know that's super cool. Uh, where do we want to go from here, guys? Open talk or one more Patreon question? Because we have a few more minutes left in this podcast. Let's do a Patreon question. Patreon question. Well, actually, comes... wait, hold on,
4: we didn't answer the, the question. I think only Sid answered. Oh, she one.
0: did, right? The cool stuff that we bought. Did you guys yeah, buy Andy, any fun Andy, what's
1: um, I mean, but the question was sort of, wasn't the question about something that's kind of beneficial to your life in a yeah. healthy kind of lifestyle way.
0: Uh, how are you, it's uh, something you bought to help cope with
1: COVID with the COVID. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Um, well, I guess three months into COVID, I would have said the wee Fit Adventure. And then I just stopped playing that or, or not, uh, not We Fit. Ring Fit. Ring Fit. Um, i got to say it's my gaming monitor. <laughs> like, I bought that shit kind of right as COVID was starting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am so glad that I'm able to play games in the way that I do and have it look that great and have it move that fast with all oh, the hertz jealous. necessary. You
0: got the 144. Are you, do you have a 2K or 4K gaming monitor? I forgot. I forgot. 1440p. Get the 1440p, yeah, yeah. That's that's the sweet spot. 1440p, four, uh,
1: 144
0: hertz. I'd say, like Tim, when that's... they start talking about the hertz, I'm just like, ah, oh, licking my chops, <laughs> licking my chops. That, Let me that's... get in there, Tim. Let me get in the ring.
1: That's probably the most, you know, uh, you know, self-satisfactory thing I've bought. I'm trying to think of other stuff that's kind of been beneficial to my life, but I can't really think of a whole lot because most of it is just bullshit like she was mentioning buying endorphins like yeah buying the akira 4k box set um that's cool you know just little small shit like that buying the the xbox elite 2 controller things like that that have really like improved my life Mm -hmm. in a way that i love these devices but you know they're not i'm not buying a fucking peloton
4: you know yeah <laughs> hey man you know monitors are equally important to peloton yeah
1: i do want to I, I buy a peloton uh because we have that empty room in the middle that oh, hell yeah. Alyssa's u- using for an office and there is kind of a cycle thing there i don't really i think it was our old roommate so she might eventually come back to get it but i kind like of do want a peloton
0: i like to imagine andy is like warming up to the cycle like a dog warms up to a new piece of furniture where he just kind of walks around at first that's it for the day <laughs> Next day, walks around, kind of touches it a little bit, pauses at it for a second, done, done, done. done. <laughs> Two months later, they're best friends, and they they can't live without each other. What
4: about you, Nick and Tim? What have you done, uh, Tim? Uh it's I mean it's such a lame answer, but it's moose. Like I yeah. fucking well, that's love him. No, you know, that's a great yeah, answer. It's a I mean, will just like it's just so like like obviously duh, but like I mean, real talk guys. Like, I, I often try to like not talk about him that much on the show because mm-hmm. I I the get moose. that it's just kind of like we get it, we get it. But it's like I fucking love him like multiple times a day. I hear him look at him look at pictures of him like Mm -hmm. there'll be times when he's sitting next to me and i'm looking at pictures of him just because i love him so fucking much and i need more you know and it's like it's just he's he just brings me so much joy so much stress so much nonsense and just noise and freaking poop and freaking Mm -hmm. throw up and all the bad stuff but it's just like all of it i would be like you know what i don't care i love you and every day i wake up and like the first thing i want to do is touch you because you're just so fluffy and soft and amazing And, like, it's not just me. He brings joy to so many people around me. Like, Gia fucking loves him just as much, if not more, than I do. And so does Cool Greg. And, like, seeing Cool Greg light up every day when he comes up and plays with Moose is just one of my favorite things ever to deal with. Um,
0: I, this is going to be a weird answer, but stick with me. One of my favorite things, I didn't necessarily get it for myself, but that's happened to, to me. Uh, during uh, COVID, is Snowbike Mike's Discord channel? It is great, and I mean that in the most positive and 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 innocent possible way. Because there's sometimes at night where I'm like, you know, I'm feeling a little bit like lonely, and I want to connect with someone. And I'll just look in there and there'll be a bunch of names of people that I know that I'm like, oh, they're probably playing something. And even if you're not playing something, sometimes it's okay if you just kind of pop in and say, what's up? And I'll kind of go in there and then someone's like, Nick, what do you think of it? That's Invincible? a good fucking
1: answer, Nick. And yeah. then I
0: just talk way too much. And then they're like, cool, why did we let Nick have access you to this Discord? talking
4: too much? I don't I believe it, Nick.
0: Tim, there's a whole bunch of they got, they're the young kids and they know how the world works. And they give me, they school me every night. They go, this is what you got to be paying attention to right now. This is the, I learned this term, Tim. I know what this term means now. This is the meta and it is, that is the thing. That is what you got to do. No, I don't know. I mean,
1: dude, I totally agree, Nick. I, I, um, cause like I, you know, I wish my friends from back home were really into discord and had up these chat, but a lot of my friends from back home also have kids and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that these people don't, but every, I think, uh, only like one of them is married. I think only JD is married. Um, or Maddox married too, as well, Maddox, but married? yeah, but, uh, that. or he's engaged actually, okay. w- whatever, whatever. Uh, we're getting like into the personal lives. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what's this? social number? W- when the, when new year's <laughs> hit, I'll never forget when new year's hit and we, um, I was streaming and so was Mike and we were all kind of drinking and stuff, just like having a good time. And Mike wanted us all to say something that we are happy about in the new year. And I got like really emotional talking about that Discord and being like, it's cool to just to not feel like all alone and isolated and just mm-hmm. hop into a Discord and shoot the shit. And yeah. you might be playing a game, maybe just going in there, just like whatever. Like, that's usually the first thing I do when I'm done making a thumbnail or when we end a show and I'm starting a thumbnail, I'll hop in the Discord and just like, yo, Cheap what's up, show. guys? What's going on? on? Chilling, man. How about you? Uh, you know, making a thumbnail. Ah, oh, cool. What did you get into today? Like, it's just... Yeah. Bullshit with friends, and that's kind of
4: how, what that group has turned in for me. Um, dude, I love that stuff. I, I haven't been part of this group, I'm sure one day I will, and it's gonna be super fun. But like, I love it because you know, I v- hold a very special place in my heart for the middle school era for me of AIM, and then the high school era, even of Ventrilo and stuff like back in the Counter Strike days of just oh, like hop, hopping into like voice chat stuff, and just you oh, know, that, that combination of AIM messaging with the 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 voice stuff of uh, uh, Ventrilo or whatever Ventrilo. Uh, i think it's trillo
0: i was like damn you really like that work software <laughs> where it's like this stuff we, we how we request
4: uh oh <laughs> trello no 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 Vent, sorry <laughs> i got that one totally wrong <laughs> ventrillo was an got old it. thing uh that it, essentially it was discord but before Discord, it's like team speak you know that yeah sort of thing. yeah and uh just hanging out with people is the the exact same type of idea and I, I love it because my group of friends uh that are here I haven't been able to quite get them to have a channel and like be in Discord, but every once in a while we'll do a Discord call and just have everyone in there. So they have mm-hmm. accounts, and it's just so fun to to do that. But also, I on our Slack channel, just adding them. I have a channel that's just my friends uh, on Slack, and just being able to just send dumb shit. It's just like it brings me back to like old times. But it's like they don't need to be old. Like it's mm-hmm. just communicating with your friends. It is just hanging out, not being lonely, and it's fucking it, really cool. What it feels like is uh,
1: when I lived in Austin and. it's like getting home from work Uh, getting home from work and your friends are in the living room and they're watching tv and or they're playing a game or whatever and that's kind of what it feels like Like, all right days over work days over what you getting into tonight are you gonna play this all right cool yeah i might be done like it's just just that feeling of familiarity which is uh really nice and and good to have especially right now you know totally
0: and definitely and and moving that forward like definitely something that i think it just is 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 sort of gone uh hand in hand with me streaming a little bit more or playing games a little bit more at night and streaming with people it's been cool to just have that vibe so very much appreciate that and hopefully i mean i know for sure we'll we'll probably keep that going in, in perpetuity because it's been really really fun and really really cool um and yeah oof, you know what maybe we'll get to this question in the post show tim how are you feeling about that? i love I, that
4: that sounds fantastic i right. do want to mention
1: one more thing before the show ends um there um it's totally unimportant. <laughs> I mean, <have> you... <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> but I guess just the way I framed it, it seemed like I was going to bring up some really real shit. Um, but I was I was fed an Instagram ad, and this is a oh, here. Here it is. Here it is. It's by a brand called Live Modal. Live Modal. That sounds wrong. That sounds familiar. Why do I know that? And it what it is. It's this company that will make a little tiny space for you. And it's like, hey, do you have a backyard? Do you want to get out of the house? Here's a little fucking room we'll make for you. We'll go to your house. We'll build this thing. Probably cost several thousands of dollars. And it doesn't require you to talk to the city about getting this built or whatever. It's kind of like no hassle-free type thing. And mm-hmm. they build a room pod for you and they have examples of what could be in there like here's a bed and a desk here's a fucking just a desk and a studio and it's like if you like want to make an office that's out of your home but really just kind of in your backyard or whatever they'll just do this service and it seems so freaking cool but also weird that we're at this point in the do future
3: you, like do what... you want to send that to assets so i can show yeah, I wanna yeah, see, yeah i want to see i want to see what this is
4: I've I've seen this ad too, but I, I didn't look into it. I it's That's crazy that it's how you're explaining it.
1: Here we go. I'm sending it to, I it to you right now, Kevin. Okay. Um, yeah, so they they make kind of like – they're almost like sheds or whatever. But the ones that I've been getting on Instagram are definitely smaller than the ones that they were advertising on their website. And they look like maybe the size of an efficiency. No, not even that. No way. I think that's like – a hundred square feet, or something really, really like, fucking uh, tiny like that.
4: There's Let's, the zero, the zero one, and zero two. The the two is a two bedroom. The one is a one bedroom, and then the zero zero is a minimal single room studio. Yeah, and
1: let
3: me look this up on Instagram. That might be more helpful.
1: Yeah, because the the photo here. You know what? I can I can also slack the photo to assets because that's the one that I took a screenshot of, and it is, um. It just looks really neat. Um that's but again, wild. kind of bizarre that we're here at this point in our lives that is this, this is here? a thing that can happen. Yeah, that little thing. Yeah, that that's little pretty cool. Freaker. It looks
4: yes. badass, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, a little starting ex-
4: at 100k. And like the what thing is, is the
3: device,
4: The pieces they're using and stuff are nice shit. And it's like they're well designed, like it's good aesthetics and damn, stuff. Damn, starting 100K at 100k k lot more than I yeah. Yeah, That's
1: a lot more than I thought it would be. It's starting
4: from 100 to 150. Yeah, but oh you like still God. also have to have that right a here, of here, property here. I sent, the, I on, sent right? through that
1: screenshot. Um, I guess, in the way that it looks here, it just seems in a different uh, angle that it, uh, it wasn't a photo that Kevin just brought up. But as you click through the Instagram ad and you keep going through the photos, you see different setups for what you could have in there. Um, damn, 100K is a lot more than I thought. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it would be like 20. But or honestly, something. it brings like, up an interesting thing. These are nice idea. things.
3: Well, you could buy a small shed, because you could probably buy a 12, but this requires effort, is the problem. You could probably buy, like, a 10 foot by 5 foot, or even a 10 foot by 8 foot shed for significantly less than that. And yeah, but these have, like, toilets in them. It's yeah, weird. no, this doesn't have a toilet in it. The next of them one does.
0: Do. The, the, like, there's three, it looks like there's three tiers, and one of them has a toilet and a fully Well, punched, yeah, and, like, Well, These are, like, things.
3: mini homes and stuff. This is just, like, a hangout space. Yeah, and and it's but you still have to have the property to put that on, right? Sure, sure.
4: Yeah, Yeah, but if you do, you could then buy a two bedroom house that you can rent out.
3: (laughs) That's that that is with that with that that, you will need permits. You can't just do that sort of thing without like the city's approval. Now in San Francisco, it's a lot easier to get if if your space doesn't have a second space. It is easier because there's a program for ADU, which is um, additional dwelling units. The city is mm. currently trying its its hardest to like get people to build more spaces so that rent can someday be more reasonable.
0: Good luck with that. People are just yeah. gonna charge shit tons for those spaces. That's well, yeah. they should. Because you know what? But yeah,
3: like this is so like that looks so simple and cool.
1: It's badass, right? I, I just yeah. love the aesthetic of it too. Very very clean, very modern looking. But yeah, I just thought of like, oh, imagine getting that built in the backyard and just go out mm. there and just have a little. A Little chill spot, maybe get a TV at there, get some brewskis with the bros, watch the Dallas Cowboys. I would never do that, but I like to think of it. I was a gonna say, Andy, if
0: you had this thing, you'd go back, you'd lock yourself in that room, and no one you would never talk to anyone. <laughs> I'd be, be like, like can, you, can you just cover the
1: windows? Like, there's a lot of light in here. They're like, they're like, this,
0: they're like uh, We have these nice windows for you. Like, do we need them?
1: Yeah, the I, mean, I don't need just the gonna, windows.
0: Guys, got like. Can get that full wall? We have
1: this door here. Like, ah, uh, I don't need uh, the door. I'm never going to go in. in. I'm never <laughs> <gonna> go-
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been your kind of funny podcast for this week. Shout out to Sydney Goodman for joining us. Make sure you go follow her. Sid so good on all those social platforms and her YouTube channel and uh, her Twitch channel, which we will be collaborating with her on uh, very shortly. Hopefully uh, guys, it's been really, really fun. Uh, we're about to get into the post show and here's the thought starter for you. If Andy had that house, How quickly would it be until I came over? Until next week, it's been our pleasure to serve you.